Hello, welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm Casey Rossi, your transformative business coach. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. My guest today is Gina Coralio, and she is the owner of Wild Plants Love You. I first met Gina a couple of years ago when we were both studying advanced aromatherapy, and we had an opportunity when we connected to have an amazing hike in one of the beautiful gorges in Ithaca, New York. One of the things that immediately struck me about Gina is her connection to nature and her deep reverence to the plant world. So Gina, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Casey. It's super amazing to be here. Really nice. Thank you. Ah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a certified aromatherapist and a blooming herbalist, and I have a small apothecary that's filled with wild-crafted and garden-grown plants that I make products for people. I love it. How did you get into it? I mean, I know that you've done a lot of traveling. You've kind of done so many amazing things. Your story is so interesting. I would love it if you could peel back a few layers and just go back to the very beginning of how you got so connected to this work and nature in general. Sure. So when I was a young girl, I was very connected to nature and it was sort of an escape for me going out, being with the plants, being with the trees. I would take bike rides and that sort of thing. And it just brought me a lot of peace. Mm. And it also filled me up, you know, it just gave me this beautiful feeling and it was just this energy. And so I, I turned to that over and over. And I was in my 20s and I was living in my car and um, we spent a lot of time traveling through the national forests and I just collected all of these books. I was into herbs and aromatherapy and astrology and crystals. And so I started just diving into this world and playing around with everything that I could find with that sort of thing. And back then I was very airy and just sort of, my vibration was really in the ether just kind of because I was moving around all over the place. Mm. And it wasn't until I had my son that really brought me roots. And I stayed in one place for, you know, over 16 years and I started to make more remedies and use them with my family. And so my son was raised with like tinctures and teas and syrups and things like that. And, you know, um, he didn't always like it. <laughs> in fact, there was this one time he came home from school. He was in sixth grade and there was this horrible stink. And I was just like, what is that? You know, and he shows me this deodorant in an aerosol. I'm horrified. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. You know, I tell him, I'm so sorry, but you can't have this. Um, this is filled with chemicals. This is not good for your body. I'll make you a deodorant. <laughs> I love it. He probably didn't have a clue how lucky he was. I mean, I'm sure he's healthy. He probably has a very strong immune system because yeah. of the way he was up, you know, brought up. 
Yeah, he definitely does. In fact, now I think he appreciates it because, you know, he comes to me now and he'll say, what do you have for me? You know, <laughs> so it's, it's good. I mean, he, um, he's been, there's been a lot of trial and errors. Not everything that I made tasted good in the beginning. <laughs> Especially the herbals. I think we have more room to play with, with the essential oh, yeah. herbals. But with the mm-hmm. herbals, some can be pretty powerful. So yes, I love that you said you're a blooming herbalist. I feel like I'm a yeah. learner as well. I don't think we're yeah. ever like done yeah, no, and there's so much to learn, and that is what excites me so much. It's just, there's just a constant, uh, always a new class, always a new workshop, just always new something new to learn on many levels, like with, you know, eating them, putting in your diet, your lifestyle, also medicinal use, vibrational use, there's just so much to it. There's so many layers. Do you find with every layer that you add and every kind of new um, study that you kind of venture into that it really transforms your work? To, like, Do you see a noticeable difference in your product line once you start bringing yeah. in new things? Definitely, yeah. And I really believe that the work that I do, the process that I put into how I make everything trans- trans- transfers through to other people when they use my products because there's such a process. I mean, I'm with the plants out in nature. I'm sitting with them. I'm getting to know them. And then I process them with my own hands and I have to make sure that my energy is clean and clear. So it goes into the product and sometimes I sing and I dance and I just bring a lot of joy, which I feel that transfers into what people use. I absolutely agree with you. I think that that intention and that connection is so powerful. And I think once people experience products that have been created in that way, right from the very beginning, just like you said, like you are focused on your energy being clean and clear. I know you have such a gratitude for the plants because like I said, that was truly one of the things that I noticed on our hike. I was like, wow, you know, you can tell like it's so different from someone just like getting in my steps on my feet, you know? energy when you're like in reverence and connected and just like you immediately dropped in and I have to say for me it really allowed me to drop in when we were together on that thing not only to your energy but like to mine and to nature and I was like oh I can it's okay like it's still going to be productive (laughs) that's so wonderful I I love that that makes me feel really happy that my energy and um, the connection it, 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 um, inspired you in that way. Yeah, That's really great. <laughs> totally did, and I'm sure people feel that in your products. Like you mentioned, food before that intention transfers to anything and everything. I mean, we are energetic beings, and whether it's that energy when you're preparing a food for a loved one or a product or a potion for somebody's health, I think it's such a huge thing. I almost really feel like the product, whether it's a cream or a spritz or a spray or a tincture, that's almost the vehicle for the intention, you know? It's Definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's I so agree. true. You know, I mean, yeah, I could go on about that. I think it's really, really. Important. I know. <laughs> I love it. I, so, I agree. What kind of people come to you? Like, what do you find or do you find a common kind of complaint or ailment or like, what do you find people come to you for across the board? 
Well, that's a really interesting question because I sell online as well as um, I have uh, go to farmers markets and craft shows and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't really get to work with people one on one. Um, a lot of the times people are coming and, and I would love to work with people one-on-one, -on -one, but I don't really get to do that. And, um, so a lot of times people are coming to me to ease some sort of discomfort. So, you know, it might be they're needing to find, uh, better patterns for sleep, mm -hmm. um, anxiety, or, um, you know, bring some more relaxation to their life or manage pain or something yes. like that. And so what I think, I think that I'm like a first step in the process of the holistic way, you know, um, even though I may not be there to see them through, to find their balance, to find out what is really the root cause of their symptom, mm -hmm. I'm there for the first step, which is like really important because a lot of times that first thing will maybe relieve a, a really uh, uncomfortable rash that's bringing them down or making them feel really self-conscious. Um, and maybe that rash will go away and now they're feeling super confident and their vibration is higher and they're maybe ready to take the next step and, mm. you know, um, look at exercise, look at diet, that kind of thing. So I really feel that um you know it it's helpful in that process it really is i love that you give them a quick win i think the first step usually does come from an external um ailment that we can see an immediate result i think the, mm -hmm. the um, example you gave is a rash is huge because vibration does tend to be lower if there's insecurity or low self-esteem and this is our vessel that everyone sees so if immediately someone has something on the external i think that it's, um, an, a, it's a challenge that a lot of people need to kind of process through. So I love that you give them a little quick win. And also, don't you find when people come from mainstream to the gentle, natural kind of herbal world that immediately, like when it's the right fit for them, it's like this whole exciting new world opens up for them? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think that. And I love that. I love to inspire people to use these products and also just in general invite plants into their life. I mean, you can invite them in with just simple things like just taking herb clippings and putting them in ice cubes and drinking that every day, you know, just mm -hmm. having plants in your life every day. Is mm. just, That's just really, really cool. Nice. So what kind of herbs would you suggest for, for something like an ice cube uh, that's a really simple suggestion. I really like that tip. What would you say for somebody brand new to that that's maybe used to drinking bottled water and, oh. and an unusual kind of plastic container, like for them to shift over, what would be a good step for them? Uh, yeah, so really simple herbs like lemon balm is really tasty um, and anything from the mint family, spearmint, any mint, um, chocolate mint, any of those things. Ooh, yeah. um, Anise is really nice. You could put that. Um, see, I, um, let's see. Yeah, those, all of those would be really great. Oh my gosh, they sound so good. Like it totally is making me thirsty right now. <laughs> yeah, I actually, so what I do is I chop them up to release the essential oils in them. Okay. And then I put, sprinkle them into the uh, ice tray and then fill it up with water and put it in your freezer and then pop them out and put them in uh, some kind of a container 
And then you can keep making them throughout the summer. And so whenever you fill yourself with a glass and you're extra hot and you need something cooling, just pop them in your water. And now you have this really delicious drink. Oh, so. that's awesome. Thank you so much for that tip. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And definitely sure. want to make sure people know organic when we're talking oh, about course. anything across <laughs> the board. I know many of your things are garden grown, they're handcrafted, they're wild harvested. So it's a very different thing than maybe going to the grocery store and purchasing conventional herbs and trying that tip. So just keep it yeah. organic is your, your best way to go. But I love that tip. That's fantastic. Do you yeah. have maybe, um, uh, I know you said right now aren't doing one-on-one, but I'm sure you get a lot of feedback and testimonials from people. Do you have yeah. like a little story that you could share about maybe that beginning process of somebody new to this arena or somebody that had a discomfort that you were mentioning before, like a sleep disruption or pain or discomfort? And then the process after kind of coming through to you and your line, what was kind of their after version? Okay, yeah, so I have had a woman um, that came to me with uh, some really um, discomfortable uh, psoriasis. Mm -hmm. So she had psoriasis on her feet, and it was really bothering her, and so she wanted to try my product, and I have a butter. It's called Nourish and Replenish Butter, Mm -hmm. and there's um, calendula that's infused into that as well as some really skin nourishing oils like hemp seed and uh, pomegranate seed oil and rose hip seed myrrh and frankincense and things like that and it's super nourishing and calming so it really calmed down the inflammation calmed her as well Mm. as also brought down the um the uh helped to heal the, the scars and helped to heal the sores and things like that and she actually wrote a testimony on my Facebook page that explained how Mm. much she loves it and it's cleared it up over months of time and and keeping on she kept using it and um, she's a returning customer so that is so cool I love that plus the blend sounds absolutely incredible I think that you know each of those modalities whether it's um, the herbalism side of things or the aromatherapy side of things are powerful in their own right but I Mm -hmm. really feel like you have the trifecta of healing because you infuse your oil so like in the base of your butter you have these Mm -hmm from the herbal side then you have the healing properties of the essential oils and then that third piece of the trifecta is the intention and connection so how can it not work I mean it sounds absolutely <laughs> incredible it's so exciting I yeah love thank you yeah thank you and it smells really wonderful it has a beautiful yellow color from all of the different plants and the the butters themselves so it's just beautiful vibrant and color has a lot to do with healing too Absolutely. I think that that's such a, um, maybe not as known of of an aspect of healing, but that the healing vibration of color, I think that that's really powerful. And also that it doesn't smell icky, you know, No, (laughs) that's always a bonus, you know, but I think especially with the condition of psoriasis, you know, many times that root cause is um, kind of our nervous system being out of balance. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing self-care and self-compassion and really enjoying that process of even a applying the butter there's something Mm -hmm. magical about that don't you think so definitely I definitely think intention with what you believe in has so much power I'm a really big fan of Abraham Hicks and all of 
their work <laughs> and I believe in the power of intention and the power of your mind. So I, that's why I, you know, love what I do so much because I believe that what I do transfers. So it does. It absolutely does. Do you find that this is an opening for a deeper connection with people? One of the things that you have um, connected with are like at the farm markets or in person in that way. But do you find like once someone tries your product and they are obviously drawn to you and your energy and your booth and your beautiful packaging and all the external things, do you find that it's an opening for like a deeper connection with that person? Um, sometimes, but Unfortunately, I haven't really had that much experience with working with people one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe it's my location. You know, I'm, I'm in an area right now at the farmer's market um, in southeast Idaho. And, mm. you know, um, it's, it's new to a lot of people here. So, mm -hmm. so maybe, maybe in the future... I think it's coming. I feel yeah, it. I really think it's coming because I think that that is such a thirst for people. You know, they may be drawn to you for a something, you know, a <laughs> headache or, you know, wanting to have more radiant skin and, and kind of soften their wrinkles. But I guarantee once they get in your sphere, that is going <laughs> to open it up to some magical connection that there's, there's so much deeper work, you know, and I love that. And I love the fact that we're learning from nature and nature's mm -hmm. teaching us. And then it's just kind of a ripple effect and transfers to other relationships. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. And I am welcoming that so much. In fact, that is part of my vision to be able to have a place where people can come. And I would really like to have, a learning center where people can come hands-on and go out into the teaching garden and harvest the plants and work with them and learn how to process them and also learn how to um, work with them and all of their therapeutic properties and all of that. So that is, yeah, that's something in the future that I want to be able to do. I love that vision. I will definitely, I will kind of hold the space for you so yeah. you can manifest that. I think it would be so beneficial to the whole community. I think that that would just be an awesome, awesome thing. And I love that you vision. That's pretty fantastic. Um, I would like it because we have a lot of solopreneurs listening. So maybe people that are in business or maybe even at the startup stage and they're kind of like just curious about kind of what business is all about. And I would love it if you could share maybe a struggle that you had in the past with business and how you kind of overcame that because we all have these ups and downs in our businesses. <laughs> you know, and I think to many people new to business, it either feels one way or the other, but there's such a balance of this kind of light and dark and yin and yang and all these things that kind of come about in our business lives. Could you share something maybe that would inspire folks um, sure. So I have one example, um, and it is particular to my business, mm -hmm. um, for, because, you know, we wear many hats as entrepreneurs and sometimes you don't have the means to outsource for everything that you would like to. Mm -hmm. And, um, creating labels was a very big challenge for me in the very, very beginning stages. <laughs> I spent many hours on the computer fighting with the computer and the printer to try to get them to talk to each other correctly. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just basically just started to research and just kept at it, you know, just trying different things, trying different programs, 
and then talking with other people that are within your scope of practice, you know, finding out what they do. And I actually, that's where I found my silver lining. Mm. Um, a friend of mine had told me to use um, full sheet uh, uh, label stickers okay. and print your template onto the full sheet and then punch them out with a uh, circle punch or whatever it is you're going to use. Oh, nice. And instead of um, using the circle template stickers already. Mm, that's yeah. such a good point. And I'm chuckling because I totally <laughs> relate to that. I think most people that are putting together their own product line, that labels is like one of those maddening things. And again, it's just like the opposite of what we're trying to do. Like we're trying to bring in like peace and beauty and stress reduction. But then in the real world, <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I wasted another sheet of labels. How much were they? And why aren't they lining up? And I've tried it six times. <laughs> exactly. And the waste part for me is was so um, hard. You know, I just I didn't like wasting the paper and the ink. And yeah. it just is very frustrating. So yeah, I yeah. And that's just such a good at it. That's such a yeah. good tip. Wow, that's really <laughs> cool. Do you do something to kind of keep them more waterproof? Or do you have like a another tip for people that maybe are new to labeling? Sure. So um, as far as my circle labels go, I, I've tried the waterproof um, labeling, but my circle punch isn't hard enough to be able to cut through that material okay. um, without it being all wonky and weird. So I just, um, for my circle products, I tend to use things that are more dry and they're like a sob or a bomb or something. Mm. They don't really need the waterproof label. Mm -hmm. But for my products that do require a waterproof label, I do use the full sheet waterproof labels and then I cut them on a, um, oh boy, where's the word? Uh, a paper cutter. Yes, paper cutter. <laughs> yeah, so I now use that and then I just trim them to size and I just use online labels. I also use Avery um, labels. That's where I first started and their program has, Im has improved greatly. So that's very, yeah. very cool. I love that. And that's the thing, like, you know, we don't kind of get birthed into our business having all the answers, you know, right. and I love the fact that it's like, one, let me persevere and try to like poke through myself. And then two, knowing <laughs> where to draw the line to say, okay, like there's a, a point where I can just reach out to someone that's kind of come before me and say, help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I've gone as far as my resources can take me. Um, could you just share a little hint? And so I love that. And that's really a big part of why I wanted to do this interview series is just to inspire people that it's like, you know, it can be done and people have so many things, you know, whether it's a physical thing or even like a mental thing, like an insecurity or a fear or in this online world is so easy to compare to everyone that looks like everything's going just perfectly. And that's not the case. And that's why yeah. I really love that we can just have real talk and say, hey, look, this is a process. Like every day it's a practice, you know, and we just reach out and we can be real and then also accept ourselves like exactly where we are and have a little bit of like self-love and self-compassion. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think it's really wonderful mm. I, to share and to um, have this. So thank you so much oh my for gosh. inviting me. 
It's my absolute pleasure. What do you have exciting coming up um, that you'd like to share? And also, I would love it if you could let us know how people can get a hold of you. Sure. So um, this summer, I've been experimenting with shampoo bars. And I have a few of them um, going on. So I have uh, nettle, rosemary, and horsetail infused soap, or sorry, shampoo bar. And then I have a cottonwood bud shampoo bar. And then a, trying to think of it, oh, dandelion and lavender um, shampoo bar. You're so and creative. So, like all those oh. <laughs> all those sound amazing. Like I've never even heard of cotton wood bud. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, it's amazing. So really? cottonwood buds, yeah, they're beautiful. They're um mm-hmm. it's cottonwood tree and they're these beautiful buds that in the early, early spring start to come out and they have you can smell it in the air. It's this beautiful deep orange resinous liquid. Wow. that comes out of the bud when you squeeze it and it makes your hands really sticky and it's incredibly healing for the skin and incredibly healing for um, pain too. It's actually related to the birch family and the willow. The, oh. the, um, it's not, sorry, I should recall that. It's not actually related to them, but the, the chemical component that's in there, the salicylic acid is mm-hmm. shares the same Thing as the birch and the willow and wow. that kind of thing. That's so, yeah, and so, so what would be the benefits? I know you said healing to the skin, and why mm-hmm. was it a choice to infuse for shampoo bar? I'm very curious. Well, because for one, it smells amazing, mm-hmm. and two, I just thought you know sometimes people have skin issues with their hair. You know, sometimes so it's dry smart. skin, and sometimes it's you know um, for your your skin. You can use it also on your your beard. You can oh, use wow. it on, well, not me personally, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, right. Yeah. And it smells really great. And I've had some nice feedback from them. So, so yeah, that's really, really cool. I love that. I, I took just a very brief class on gemotherapy, which is all about like the healing nature of buds. And so oh, I okay. did that. Like that was just, it's very like, um, very like clever. I think it's really neat. Yeah. I love that. Well, I love to work with the tips of a lot of trees. In fact, I make um, a salve and a perfume base with the spruce tips in the spring. And the spruce tips are really delicious. They have a very vibrant and kind of sweet tenderness to them. And they make a really unique smell. So, so yeah. Wow, it sounds amazing. I love it. Where can people find you and your products? Sure. Um, you can find me at wildplantsloveyou.com and um, I can, I'm also locally available at the farmer's market in Idaho Falls and in the people's market in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, wow. Cool. That's fun. I like that because then people can kind of um, see what they're gravitating towards like right there and of course get to meet you. Yeah, because these are, um, I'm right near the Tetons. So a lot of people come through and a lot of people go to Jackson Hole, so next week will be my first market there, so I'm excited. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. I love it. So what do you do to um, prevent burnout in your business? I know that you're around all these beautiful plant materials, but also business has some stressors to it. So could you share maybe some of your strategies to approach business in a way that keeps you from burning out? Sure. Um, well, 
course, I like to go outside and ground and sit and just kind of observe and breathe for a while. Um, observing uh, everything around me, seeing the different plants and feeling the wind on my skin is also very cleansing. Mm. Um, then I can take that and sit and just basically dump out everything that's on my mind. So I just write it all out and then I can break it down into something that's more manageable because I tend to be overwhelmed very easily. I'm such a right brain person. <laughs> so I tend to have like a thousand projects going on at once. And this technique has been very helpful along with um, art journaling and just um, being free, you know, having time to just not do business stuff, just being able to just do whatever I want, get messy, you know, um, mm -hmm. put paint on the paper let loose that that's really freeing to me and it's mm -hmm. it's been helpful yeah it sounds it it sounds definitely helpful and I think a lot of creatives struggle with being overwhelmed and having all these great ideas because they're creative <laughs> like the ideas flow really easy when you're tapped into yourself when you kind of commune with nature and when you allow that flow to happen there's even more ideas so when you talk about journaling and kind of doing a brain dump and then kind of sifting through and creating something in a way that works for you is mm -hmm. there an even deeper strategy like how do you kind of chunk it from this beautiful <laughs> scattered array like someone just kind of threw rose petals and bring it into something that's kind of looking like an arrangement okay so you know I still haven't managed that perfectly but what it looks like is a bunch of different papers with categories so I may have okay, what do I need to do for my work? What do I need to do for the house? What do I need to do for, you know, uh, whatever, farmer's markets, you know, that kind of thing. And I break them down and I just kind of put them into pieces and then take them and add them to my list for the day. So it's, yeah, that's the only way that I can really get through it. And it's, uh, you know, maybe sometime I will find a different method, but I I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're uncovering the mad woman here. <laughs> no, no, I love that method. And I, you know, I actually think it's very efficient because when you're in that one channel, it's kind of just like focusing and going deep and just putting it all on paper under that one yeah. heading. So I think it's a very effective way. And then you can just pick and pull from your various big headings to the top priorities of what kind of sifts down for your daily tasks. I think that's a yeah. great tip. And I'm sure people are going to start to utilize <laughs> that because it really does, I'm sure, curb a little bit of that popcorn brain, you know, yeah. and, um, and tamper down some of that overwhelm. So it's a really useful tip. I'm sure people are going to utilize that very, very nicely. Wonderful. That's great. Yeah, I think that um, just getting it out of your head is the best thing because once you just release it, there's something in that. It just, because sometimes I will flatline if, and do nothing if I have everything stuck up here. Me and too. if you, yeah, so it's just nice to just be like, okay, wait, what are you doing here? Let's get to that paper. Let's write it all out. It <laughs> up so much energy. I mean, if we think if we were to like, if we were putting a price tag on renting that space for that thought, I mean, like <laughs> massive debt. 
<laughs> I love that. That's so great. What a great metaphor. That's very, very cool to just kind of release it. And all of a sudden, we just open up that space and calm our nervous system and actually be productive. So I love that. That's awesome. So um, yeah. you shared so many great tips and wisdom. I would love it if you have like one bright light thing that you could close off for our listeners to kind of seal the deal. Sure. So I have this really beautiful quote that I love and has always resonated with me, and I'd like to share that. And um, the author is unknown. I don't know who wrote it. In fact, when I first read the quote, it says author unknown. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to share it with you. Um, Our job is not to convert others, but to transform ourselves. As each of us finds peace in our own heart, we begin to radiate light that warms and heals everyone we connect with. This is the way of the planetary healer. Mm, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love it too. That's really, really beautiful and deep. I will definitely take that with me in my heart. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for sharing yeah. that and for your time. It was awesome. Thank you so much, Gina. Oh. I will share your link of wildplantsloveyou.com in the show notes, but you are a joy and I cannot wait until your healing center is <laughs> up and running so you can reach so many people and that people can experience everything that you've learned and personalize that and transform their lives. So thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you, Casey. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Absolutely. It's really great. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.